You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. I have entertainment system on 9to5.cc. If you like what we're doing, you should check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash 9to5cc, and maybe support us financially. We have great perks. What do we talk about, Jonathan? We talk about patches getting traded. We talk about puck soup. We talk about the end of Adventure Time. We talk about Archer. What else, Scott? We talk about Flash games. We talk about Weeby. We talk about Disney Channel. You talked about Weeble. Oh, yeah, Weeble. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... We review Disney Channel's The Descendants as the best movie ever, oh. and uh, we set up John for his next viewing choice. It will delight you. All this and more on 90s. Fire and Flames by Dragon Force. Dragon Force. We're such a couple crazy Dragon Force. It's 90s time, guys. I forgot to put the timer on. What's happening? Everybody. Captain of the Montreal Canadiens, Max Batchetti, got traded. I don't really today. know that much about hockey. Sounds kind of sad. Our, our longtime, like, tenacious captain disappearing before a uh, cup shows up. Sounds like old Mr. Koivu, too. Uh, well, no. No, no, no. I think Koivu, Koivu, you could almost, by almost any standard, was like heart and soul kind of guy. Pacioretty, I think, was a guy who should not have been the captain. Really? Yeah. He, I mean, you, I don't think you make... Do you, he was, he do was you make snipers opposite. captains? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. He was captain because he was the exact opposite of P.K. Subban. Yeah. He that's... was gray on beige. He was like, I like on my I like pol- I like polo shirts and khaki shorts and golf tournaments with my name on them. But um yeah, just a boring white bread dude who was a good sniper, 30 plus goal scorer most of his time here, playing with nobody, playing with absolutely nobody. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, and yeah, and so and then the they tried to trade him on the deadline day. He's apparently had like a falling out with coach and owner and Jeez. All sorts of stuff. And didn't want to sign to the deal. The trade on deadline day was approved by both the GMs, contingent of Pacioretty's signing a deal with the Kings. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is not a deal I want. Hmm. So the trade fell through. Yep. And, and then, uh, what yeah. well, then they traded him now. <laughs> so. it, was, it was money in term. He, couldn't, he didn't get what he wanted from L.A. So hmm. L.A. was like, we're not trading just to lose you in eight months. Yep. And then so now, and he immediately signed with uh, with Vegas. He he got traded this morning, and he signed this afternoon. Right. Uh, so for two less seasons. Oh no! And we'll be taking home the same amount of money because Nevada's tax laws are way more lenient than California's. Hmm. So that's a weird trade. They traded for a couple. You guys seem very excited about this, and I'm really not getting what the big the He's big the captain of the team. Yeah. He's the captain of the team. Um, does that not like signal an intent to create a new kind of like uh, structure, I guess, which might not be a bad thing given how much we've not been winning cups? Well, the thing is, he was the only player on the team who regularly scored goals. Right. It's kind of a thing you need to do to win hockey games. Uh-huh. And if you're talking about restructuring, you trade the leader of the team, the spokesperson of the team, the guy who scored the most goals on the team in the past, what, eight years? Uh, you're going to have a weird team without yeah. that. I mean, so there's a couple things, what, which is that we were one of the lowest goal-scoring teams in the league, and then we've traded our two top goal producers in the off season and replaced them with guys who do not put up as many goals as they did. Uh-huh. 
So who will be, who will be playing with worse line mates now? <laughs> yeah, like Max Domi and uh, Tatar. <laughs> like Thomas Tatar and Nick Suzuki, who's a prospect. Suzuki is a prospect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. But then there's also polling and whatever. Like we kind of up the center. Here's my big issue with the entire trade scenario is that you're if you cannot put together a team that can bring Carey Price deep into the playoffs, like you're just a terribly managed team. He is the like consensus best goalie in the world. Mm-hmm. You should be able to put together a blue line that defends him properly. And then just a forwards that can pot a couple goals. like and, and on top of that, too, what that blue line could look like with players you had under contract could be Ryan McDonough, P.K. Subban, Emelin, Sergachev, Markov, and let's say we could probably still have picked Petrie. up Petrie. Right? That could be your top six, which is just like an all-star, completely star-studded blue line of defensemen. And then you're like, and then who, who cares who your forwards are at that point? If you just don't mismanage your blue line, you have the best goalie in the league and the best defensive core in the league. No one's going to score. Your defensemen score. And what happened? We just mismanaged all of those guys, and none of those people are on our team anymore. None mm-hmm. of those six, except for Petrie, none of those six defensemen play for our team hmm. anymore. Because Emelin that, doesn't and, even and play in the NHL. And, hmm? Emelin's not even in the NHL anymore. Yeah. He's playing with Deharnay, avant-garde Omsk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying Emlyn, Emlyn would have been like a, the third pairing, like for sure. Like, mm-hmm. he, but he's still a, just a, a decent defenseman. <clears throat> like, ugh, it's infuriating. It's um, it's, it's just like it's like a bummer. It's like a bummer state of affairs. I say. So it's I mean, kind of I like being a Sabres fan, just watching your team get flushed down the toilet. You know, <laughs> you have that team is, that is, what? that that Drury Campbell Hashek team. You're just like, yeah, Danny Briere. Everything is. Oh wait, we've flushed this team down the toilet. I don't know what's worse though, to be a Habs fan or to be an Oilers fan. I still feel like it's being an Oilers fan. An Oilers fan where you're just sitting there with just, just like you're like, you're like, oh, why did we not make the cup? I'm like, I don't know. We keep getting rid of our good players and just sort of like mismanaging. You look at the Oilers and you're like, who do you have? Just a bunch of all stars who do nothing. Like, how does a team with Connor McDavid finish in the basement? Because his best option on the wing is Milan feet of cement Lucic. Okay, but like, but they... For five more years? But like, they had, they had Hall, right? Hall's gone. Is that really <laughs> still there? Nugent no. Hopkins is... St- yeah, you know, like, I'm saying, like, they had so many. You're like, you just had stud forward after stud forward, like, come and go. The only, the only pick that they had of theirs that was really a bust was Yakupov. Yeah. Right, like all their other players, like performed and put points out, and they're just like, eh, no, we don't know what to do. Like we were like, imagine the return if you traded Nail Yakupov on trade day, or if they just traded the first overall pick. Yep. They could have gotten real players for Nail Yakupov, and then Nail Yakupov would have been a bust, and you know, then they would have had the defenseman or the goalie or whatever. They still have no goalie, no defense, and they literally have had like top five picks for a decade. <laughs> Like it's insanity. Like like we're we're at least like cobbled together from bits and pieces all over the place and we're a disaster. And but you know, we have fourteen million dollars of cap space or whatever it is. Anyway. So who knows this year? I I look at the roster of the Montreal Canadians and I see so few names that I even recognize. Just like, like right now I just look at them like Gallagher and Carey Price. Oh god, Gallagher's gonna get the C and that's gonna be a travesty. Or he's going to lead the boys to the most no. inspiring run. It'll of be the all first time. time they give a shit disturbing agitator to see. And oh, it'll what? be awful. Yeah, but he's so much more mic time for Gallagher. Yeah. So good. 
because Gallagher will say crazy things. <laughs> this is Gallagher. Gallagher in an interview being just sort of like, uh, <clears throat> like he's at least kind of kind of bad talk to the refs occasionally <clears throat> in between periods and stuff like that. He's like, referee looked at me and sa- I was like, hey, ref, that was a penalty. And he was like, he said, yeah, it was on anyone except for you. <laughs> and he was like, awesome. Because he's like, he's just like, wow. He, <laughs> like he just says that in interviews. I'm like, and yeah, just having Gallagher ha- give like an, two, three interviews a week. They better give it to Weber. Yeah, I don't care if he's hurt. They better just give him the seat. <laughs> just Weber just, just still doing press conferences. Yeah, from, in just a being as boring as hell. Mm. You don't think? I mean, I feel that if we're like a team, do you follow Boring Shay on Twitter? No, but I mean, I'm sure it's boring. Oh, it's the best. He just sort of like picked up a pair of pants. They were beige. It's comedy mm. gold. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I feel that if we're going to be tanking anyway, I feel just Gallagher going nuts at press conferences is the best. Did you hear? I mean, in, speaking of off-season news, whatever. I only heard about this the other day. Tortorella, because you know the Jack Johnson got uh, signed with the Penguins, right? Yep. Right, and for <laughs> lots of money. For lots of money, because he went to school with Sidney Crosby, as near as anyone can tell. <laughs> like, not a great player, but they went to college together. <laughs> like, I think and, everyone feels bad that his parents robbed him blind. Yeah, exactly. So. But then did you hear Tortorella's comments afterwards? Because Jack Johnson kind of was like, oh, I'd rather want, I want to play in a team with a winning outlook or whatever else like that. And then Tortorella like, lost his mind, like had veiled threats to Jack Johnson's family, and then was like, oh, and if I'm playing on a team that, uh, that Jack Johnson used to play on, and you make comments like that, well, I'm just going to watch out in his game. And you're like, so Tortorella is threatening his family and his personal well-being because he signed somewhere else. I was like, never change, Tortorella. I don't care where you coach. Uh... So this has been... Uh, although, although it would be fun if he went to go coach in Vegas, because I know he loves patches. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Uh, also, I mean, I guess, yeah, Max Pacioretty's going to put up a ton of goals in Vegas. Paul yeah, Stastny centering him. Either be playing with Stastny or Marcia's show. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, either way, he's just going he's gonna to sit there in Vegas, and I hope I hope for this story, Max Pacioretty has a like, gambling problem. <laughs> or he'll be playing just, with, like, Smith and Carlson. Like, it's... It's nasty line of forwards up there. He's going to yeah, slide yeah. right into Neil's spot. And- low, low pressure, playing Vegas, big old party fun times, and uh, I feel I, I could easily see him getting forty goals next year. Like if he can put I up can thirty thirty five with David Dayan as a center, how can he do with Statsny as a center? Yeah, you know, like yep, Max Pacioretty, everybody. R-I-P. Also, who wants to come sign in Montreal now? Like, this is how they treat their, Thomas Flakenex. their players. Flakenex oh. like is a good place to play. <laughs> Turtlenecks. He came right back. Played 14 games of the Leafs. Came home. Montreal. Grew goatee again. <laughs> Grew his goatee. That's yeah. still the weirdest thing. Lamorello's weird rule. Yeah. So Lou Lamorello is currently the general manager of the Islanders. Yeah. Was last former, year. Former manager of the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Makes everyone shave their facial hair. It's like your, your professional athletes should be clean shaven. Like a lady. <laughs> Thanks for that. Like a luscious young boy. What? Why did you say it that way, Lou? Mm, hockey. <laughs> like, and like, apparently there wasn't even like a November. Like, I was gonna say, what about there was November? no no like no free pass in November. Even the Leafs didn't get to have all the funsies of old timey hockey it's, mustaches. It's weird. And then you compare that to other teams like the Sharks, who just have <laughs> <laughs> insane. Beards. Someone grew an insane gross beard. People called them on it. So then the the alternate captain <laughs> grew an insane gross beard. Then they kept them forever. Or or the Jets. Patrick Laine lost a bet and had to let his beard grow out all season. <laughs> Except he can't grow a beard, so he had this gross thin patchy blonde. mess. Yeah, that sounds like my kind of beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I'm just I'm a little I'm a little sad and 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 bummed. I guess for Patrietti. Why? Because uh, it's the I, best thing for him. I, I, I'm, he's going to get more money for himself. He's going to have a better chance of winning. I think, I think for a period there, he was really like, "This is my team, and I think we can make something happen here." But he's made of cardboard. No, he's made of adamantium. He heals so fast when he gets hurt. In his twenties. <laughs> Still heals pretty fast. Nobody, man. nobody heals that fast in their thirties. Just stops. But yeah, no, I just, I think that he, uh, he's, yeah. he's got a boss now who's like a normal boss. As he doesn't have to a crazy boss. Michelle Terrier or or Bergevin. Or, or all of them or Julian or every or single boss he's he had. Play, he even played for Carbo. Like I was like, yeah, all of his bosses have been crazy. <laughs> he had just crazy people. I think he played. Did he play for Gautier? Was he? Yeah, he was jammed by Gautier for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What a. Yeah, like he just put up with so much crap from the Habs, and like, and for a good time was like, despite the crap, I would like to play here. And then, isn't that the same as your fandom? Hmm? You've been putting up with crap from this organization since '92. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying it's like it's it's weird. Like I don't know. And then I looked at I was look I looked up the 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 whole the whole concept of if you want to <clears throat> if you want. To win as the Habs, it's basically on the back of Carey Price. And I was like, what was the last time we came close? 2014, right? Where yeah. Price, Price got hot and then Kreider killed him. And, and then I was looking at that roster. And that's not a great roster. Like, that was Gianta playing there. Like, get Bulio on the blue line and stuff. Like, there was there, there was I, a Rene Bork involved in that line. You know, yep. like, like, I was like, you know, and, like, and that's the part of me that as a Habs fan, I'm like, yeah, but if Price just... <laughs> If Price is just as like, hop on, boys, let's go. Like, it's possible with this lineup of if some of the prospects pan oh, out in the next on. year. The, the, the last time we've had a number one center is, was Pierre Turgeon. Yes. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying. It's ridiculous. Like, but between, uh, who's the other guy? There's, there's the two, right? There's the two supposedly stud. Uh, prospects? Yeah. Kokinyemi and Poling. Yeah. And now there's Suzuki. Like, Suzuki is a forward. He's a center. He he's he's slotted to play in the OHL. He played all three forward positions. What a versatile! That's that's <laughs> that's Montreal right Montreal. there. You play more than one position. Are you a center? Sort of. Great, Jonathan Drewing. Like Stride ever play center? <laughs> Stride in the face-off center. Goal. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's what I'm saying. Is that like if one or two like. Two would be nice, but if one of those guys like pans out to be like legitimate business, same thing with Domi. He's not a great center. I don't understand why they haven't prioritized getting some like superstar forward to pair up. You know, knowing Again, that we have this amazing... crazy boss. When you have a crazy boss, it's very hard for you to be like, I could make millions of dollars anywhere. Yeah. Why do I want to make millions of dollars here? You or... don't. Fuck you. Don't call me. Click. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> our, G- our, G- our GM is a little nutso. Uh, our taxes are real high. The yeah. Canadian dollar sucks. Like, there's a bunch of you. You're under a microscope here. Like, there's a. Sure, l- sure. It's hard to attract players. I mean, like, one has to assume that they threw offer sheets at dudes this year. Like, they they had ten million dollars of cap. Next year, they're gonna have like fourteen million dollars of cap. Like, hmm. they have the money. Like, it, Tavares didn't even want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Really? They're like, we will open the vault. He's like, I, I want to go on a team delete, that I can win. Delete my number. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah, please yeah, don't yeah. don't call. You're not even on the short list. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, good. he went to visit other teams and didn't come to visit with Montreal. Because yeah. who fucking knows? The boss is crazy and, and, like, prissy and 
egotistical. And, and think about that. And and like and apparently he's like off ice friends with Weber and Carrie. Like they're mm. they're BC boys who've apparently like gone fishing together and whatever. So like he probably just called up his buddies and they're like, "Yeah, Benjamin's crazy." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna go play somewhere else." Damn, dude. I'll go to Toronto. It's a two-hour flight. We can hang out on weekends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, absolutely. We play each other six times a year. It's great. It's fine. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I mean, I guess I, I now I'm yeah. I don't know. I I stopped watching hockey uh, in like January of last year of this year, I should say. Like, I was basically like, yeah, the Habs are kind of done. I'll just mm-hmm. like I'll watch the occasional game. If it's on at a bar, I'll pay some attention. I'll read about it. I in, enjoy. I still in, enjoy reading about hockey because I'm like. Takes a few minutes out of my morning, just being like, "Hmm, what happened last last night's game?" In 2018, I've watched more baseball games than hockey games. Weird. Yeah. And yeah, so I think I'm, I'm yeah, like, especially since I'm watching fucking Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, how's that? How are the Brewers doing? They're great. They're in the wild card race. And yeah, fucking what a Christian Yelich had a great fucking week a couple weeks ago. He hit for the cycle and a grand slam. Baseball yep. terms. Hitting for the cycle, everybody. It's <laughs> hitting a single and a double and a triple. And a home run, all in the same game. It's like a hat trick, but you can't fight. Hmm. <laughs> you can't fight. I mean, no. <laughs> but it's not easy to hit for the cycle in a game. It means you have to get four hits, and they all have to be the different hits. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds like it does sound pretty, pretty dang impressive. Yep. Like I don't even know what the hockey an- analogy would be. I guess maybe a Gordy Howe. No, because Gordy Howe at the end, you could just like drop the gloves with anyone. Right? A goal and an assist, not too hard to get. Yeah. And then you just have to mug I feel that you really need to win the fight. Like that was like that's I think the unspoken rule of a Gordy Howe hat trick is I feel <laughs> you need to have won the fight. You I, can't just I feel be like, like I'm going for the Gordy Howe in the face a few times. It's, it's probably more like hitting, uh, scoring an even strength power play and shorthanded goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting like, the three tough. types of goals. Yeah, exactly. That would. I mean, you could get more goals than that. You just shoot out and a penalty shot. And... Yeah. But some of the features are out of your control. Like Mario has the five goal game. Yeah, yeah, all, that, all different, all five ways to score a goal. Jeez, like in one short-handed. game. Shorthanded, shorthanded, even strength, power play, shootout, and penalty shot. Jeez, yeah, just being like, I put pucks in the net. How many people put five pucks in the net in one game anyway? Like, let alone three in absurd circumstances. <laughs> three, like, like basically, like three, five goal games. There's a, f- a few, like, like a, a handful. handful, less a than handful. ten, I would say. I mean, like, like, like Gretzky, Rocket, Mario. Uh, like, Sutter, no, Daryl Sittler for the Leafs at a seven goal game. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toronto still talks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, that's how I know about, about it. About it. <laughs> yeah, it was oh so funny listening to you. Uh, I've mentioned this to Scott at the before we recorded. If you do enjoy any of this hockey talk, I would recommend the podcast called Puck Soup, where it's a bunch of nerds talking about two nerds talking about hockey, but they're actually ESPN writers. Super fun. And they were talking about, just like the Leafs are being like, we signed Tavares, like the cup is coming home. And they're like, why do you think that though? They're like, I get it. You have now like Matthews, Marner, Tavares. That's huge. Who's your defense? Like, who's your goalie? They're like, you have pieces. I could see a cup coming to Toronto soon. Anderson's good enough to win a cup. Then who's your defense? Gardner is a good defenseman. You, That's that, it. You, you, need, you're you missing, need five more. You have five other dudes who need to be in that spot. They're like, absolutely, <clears throat> things are looking up for the Leafs. Absolutely. Like, because they, they, he they taught, put together a good season. They'll, they'll make a, a move at the deadline. Yeah, but that's it. But, like, but uh, like JVR is gone, and he was kind of a reasonable piece. And there's another guy who was there who is kind of gone like uh, from last year. Like It's like they've upgraded, obviously, their offense yeah. with the Tavares. But they're like, it's not all the pieces, even from last year. They're like, there's a couple pieces missing, and then you improved a piece. You still need defense because when they were talking about where Tavares would sign versus, like, I think the final two was basically Sharks and Leafs. And 
like I was like I feel that the Sharks plus Tavares have a, a more short term cup likelihood than the Leafs and Tavares do. Uh, I don't know. But long term, but I mean Tavares <laughs> is young enough where like I said I do see the Leafs are gonna be serious cup contenders within the next like three years. Like just they need a couple defensemen and then... I don't I don't think they're gonna not win the division. Like, yeah. I can't see a team in our division really, really giving it, it tough for them. Putting them putting them work. Bruins are very old and, and temperamental and Montreal's a shit show. Yeah. Ottawa is somehow a worse trash fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. I guess that, that's the silver lining is you're also not Ottawa. Yep. Ottawa had a, a historic, like, inter- yeah, just, oh, my God. Just, they Weren't they tr- kicking ass the whole season? Yeah. Well, they yeah. went, no, no. They were kicking ass two years ago. They went to, they were the conference finals mm-hmm. and lost to the Penguins, who ultimately won. And then they um, they were a big car fire last year. Like, mm. just, just every, a, just with the same group, fire. with the same group, just... Complete and total garbage fire. One crazy. of their players allegedly said a whole bunch of h- awful things about their captain's wife, yeah. family, and um, miscarried child. Yeah. <laughs> and him like and his girlfriend. Fight, then they, they no lo- on Twitter. They they lowballed the best offensive defenseman in the league, maybe among ever. Yeah. You know, like Eric Carlson is like a a point scoring. No, not ever. I said on a, on a list. He's behind Niedermeyer and maybe Bobby Orr. Who is Orr? Yeah, fine. Don't fucking. <laughs> he's there are, it, but he, there are two players that are the best ever in hockey, and it's Wayne Gretzky and Bobby Orr. Yeah, and no one else comes close to them. So you can't say best ever. I don't know, man. I think I think Chris uh, Chris. Pfft. I think Eric Carlson could beat Bobby Orr in a foot race. Not even now. I don't think that could happen. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby <laughs> Here I go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure, behind Bobby Orr. But like, Bobby but, Orr had a, a season with 124 points. Like, that's yeah, no, fucking ridiculous. Insane. Yeah, it's insanity. I mean, kind of the proto, proto Eric Carlson, in terms of the, no, like just oof. turns of a fourth forward on the ice. Bobby Orr, like, not a, he was the best forward on the ice, and he was the defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, but you, I put Carlson in terms of like point scoring defenseman somewhere on a list of top ten, like 100. percent Yeah, sure, top ten. Yeah, but like ever. You know, like like definitely the best in the league and probably top ten ever in terms of like a, a point scoring defenseman. And they just like lowballed him on the contract again and again. And he was like, "What is happening? Like, why, why are you just not offering me money? I'm Eric Carlson." Duchesne also said he's not negotiating a contract. Yeah, during the season. Uh, yeah, Stone too, I think. Uh, Stoner. Stone. No, Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought he. Went but apparently, there's some, there's something wonky with that. That he was yeah. like his agent was just sort of like we're very interested in testing free agency. Like <laughs> just forget it. Um, yeah, sign Chris Neal and get that locker room back in order. That's it. Sign him to the head coach position. I want head coach Chris Neal. Forward coach might not be a bad idea, given that Kurt Muller kind of fucking whipped this locker room into shape kind of yeah, thing. Because yeah. right now, I don't even think any of those guys want to go to work. Yeah. This is this is a team that has a horrible arena in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That no they one couldn't, can they get couldn't to. sell out playoff games. They couldn't sell out <clears throat> conference finals. That they were playing crazy. playing the Pittsburgh Penguins with like also Canadian hero Sidney Crosby on the other team. So you think that like Sidney Crosby playing in a conference and final and they like day of games you could still Lock buy, up and tickets. buy tickets. Unbelievable. Because they're like it's a single lane highway out to the an hour. Outside I've driven of by there about thirty times, right? Going yeah. to Debbie's parents' place. It's awful. It's so far from. You're like, what is this? This is the hockey reader. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> what else? Traffic jams in and they out. They had time. two two promotions last year. One where they gave out McDonald's gift cards that weren't activated. They gave out fifteen hundred 
Wow. McDonald's gift cards. Just, you brought to McDonald's and they were like, this is fucking a garbage <laughs> piece of plastic. <laughs> this is useless. <laughs> go, go away. And then they gave out baby onesies that were not safe for wearing in Canada. Like they, <laughs> they were super flammable. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Garbage imports. Oh, yeah. Ottawa. Ottawa. Ottawa Senators. Yeah, Ottawa Senators. No matter what. What awfulness is happening in Montreal? We can always say. We're not, not, awful not lot of hockey talk, for isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean hockey's around the corner. By the time our next episode comes out, mm-hmm. preseason will be happening. Hockey's about to start, guys. Yeah, uh, do you know what happened? Prepare for disappointment. Do you know what happened on Labor Day? So many things. There was a one-hour-long series finale to the show Adventure Time. And this, this was like the end of everything. The, the final end, episode. The final series Time. finale. Yeah. And? 280 episodes of Adventure Time. Now, hold on. 280 11-minute episodes. Right. So right, 140. Yeah. Still a reasonable number. Like 140 half-hour blocks or whatever on a 22-minute show. Yeah. Still a lot of a show. And considering that they also cram a lot of story into those 11 minutes. Like, like you could, I would say almost, especially in later seasons, you could take any of those 11-minute shows and if you were, like, inclined, stretch them to 22-minute slots. Hmm. Like, if you watch just, like, how much plot kind of often goes into them. Like so, the- on my current rewatch, mm-hmm. we're right at the end of season three. I mm-hmm. think, personally, I've seen about halfway through season four, but but not much farther than this. And yep. even still, there's some episodes that I'm not remembering. Yep. There is a lot of filler episodes. that it, yeah. is, I mean, like, a slog, and it's, like, tough to... Yeah, to, that happens. Yeah. I think it's, like, season three and end season four three's... or whatever. Yeah. But then all, I would say, like the back half, they all do maybe, like, 20, 30 episode seasons. So, like, there's only, like... 15 real <laughs> yeah. episodes and all of those end up being like tight even huh. if they're filler not like story they're right. still just like really good episodes not everything is about the story i guess in a better yeah. time yeah. but a lot of stuff comes back like a lemon grab episode can be like a weird throwaway thing mm-hmm. but like it'll often end up advancing the character of lemon grab and sure. like that that's one of the things that i find that's interesting about the storytelling generally in adventure time is even in those filler episodes there's sometimes character growth that ends up like being important later do you remember when we finished um how i met your mother you finished how i met your yeah. mother and i said keith was it worth it and you were like don't don't bother yeah that was all right yeah was no this, worth this it? was so worth it there was yeah. like just so much stuff gets uh delivered like they, it's one of the things that they they talked about as uh as creators i'm gonna try to talk about this and like not actually putting in story spoilers but yeah. they talked about things that they wanted to wrap up like one of the things that they wanted to wrap up is they were like this is the story of Finn's childhood. They were hmm. like, it is not the story of Finn. It is the story of Finn growing up. Hmm. And I was like, and when you think about it that way, you're like, yeah. Like, the finale, like, delivers it. It's like, it doesn't necessarily, like, do his whole life. They're like, this is a child without parents growing up in this weird thing and, like, learning lessons in, like, all kinds of weird, out-of-order things and then also lessons that are, like, way more serious than a kid should ever really need to deal with or like hmm. like the the story arc of jake is like jake learning to become like basically a responsible parent and uh-huh. is he does he like and like and also not all of these characters are gonna like succeed at what they might try to do um there were a couple things that they also wanted was like ice king's madness was something that they wanted to wrap up which they did a really good job of wrapping did they, up did they successfully do this like are you pissed off at the no, end of any of these? nothing literally nothing made me wow. mad they all of the like I would say the more than the story arcs, all the character arcs kind of came together like really well. I mean, uh, they and they also in the last two seasons you can kind of tell that they were like kind of like resetting, like not resetting, but like establishing a bunch of like the mythos stuff. I think they wanted to kind of get out of the way. Like mm-hmm. they get a lot into like Marceline's vampire powers. They explain 
what do you call it? Bubblegum's origin and stuff. Like that's all in season eight and nine right. and stuff. They they also explain what happened to all the humans. Like so, like the whole the whole mushroom war is explained out. No, no. It's every like they never really explain the mushroom war. They they all of the takeoff points are like always post. Huh. Like they're like there were humans that survived the mushroom war. Yeah, yeah. Like and this is what happened to them. Like they never explain necessarily what triggered the mushroom. Well, war. sure, because there's a whole lot of mutants under under who, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But those aren't necessarily humans. So. True. So because True. Finn is a human. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like that. That's the thing. He's not a fish person. Like anyway, and yeah, they explain Susan Strong because Susan Strong was also a human. Mm-hmm. Like they, I think they get to that next season eight and stuff. Like like they over the course of the last two three seasons have like everything tied up all sorts of stuff. Like it's just it's so. Did you watch any of this, Scott? First two seasons. First two yeah, seasons. it gets so good. It, like, like mm-hmm. so good. Like, Given the amount of, like, Adventure Time influence on my D&D game, I feel remiss in not having finished this. You should. And, I mean, like, yeah. it'll go fast. Once you get past, like, the big giant seasons, which I think are, like, season three and four, yeah. it, it speeds up and I would say gets not necessarily better, but, like, tighter. Okay. Like, it's just because they're, they're not throwing in, trying to, like, hit that cartoon. Because for a little while they were almost, like, once or twice a week or something they were pumping out stuff. Yeah. It's insane. But yeah, no, the storylines are super good. Uh, the best. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. There's a guest uh, voice actress in the finale. Uh, Willow Smith plays a character, which apparently she was super psyched to do because, nice. like, she grew up with the show. <laughs> like, she was like, she's like always been a thing I wanted to do. She was like, if it was possible. Who's Willow Smith? Will Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I whipped my hair back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I got it, I got it, I got it. <clears throat> but yeah, like, super worth it. Some of the stuff that's also really, really cool is they... Um, there's stuff that takes place a thousand years in the future, like um, which is the, if you remember the Grables episode. I do remember the Grables. 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 Yeah, Grables episodes take place a thousand years in the future of yeah. the current timeline. It is revealed. <laughs> <laughs> so that because that's how he like is because he puts in those little cubes yeah, and yeah, is yeah. playing things. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's all these little bits. There's like a legit timeline of a thousand years in the future that mm. is like bits and pieces together, and it's not fully defined. Or addressed in the show, but it's funny. The uh, showrunner Adam Muto was talking about it. He's like, "There's one writer who's basically in charge of the like the plus one thousand timeline, timeline. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I think he's like, he knows what's going on there. Like, there's stuff in those episodes, and then we were like, okay, now we have like a thousand plus. He's like, yeah, and this and this and this. He's like, he's like, he has a headcanon of exactly what the world is like. We don't want to go there. It's not Adventure Time. But he's like, this one dude has this like headcanon of what happened a thousand years in the future. Are there yes. any characters that did not get a fully <clears throat> decent send-off? Um, some of them had like maybe like rushed-ish send-offs, mm-hmm. like because there's like afterwards they do kind of a um, they do like kind of like a musical montage of sort of like some of the the later years post right. the events of the show, and like every I'd say almost every character gets uh, like a little a little Moment. rub a little rub there. But I'm like. I, I guess so. Like, minor spoilers, but it's not really spoilers if you know the show. I guess like it, there is no perceivable like change or growth that LSP does. <laughs> like, but which I'm like, which is also like in a way perfect. Yeah. Like, like there's like a cataclysmic event that's kind of going on in the end, and like and LSP is like, oh no, and then it's like holds up a phone and like takes a selfie in front of it. Like this is like in the like potentially like end days. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, we're all gonna die selfie and you're just like lsp continues to be the worst yeah but well, we did watch three episodes last week so mm-hmm. there's definitely still interest i would i would yeah i would definitely recommend getting back into it and yeah and hit me in the heartstrings just a little Aww. bit just super like and like and some characters like ah uh, the finale like some stuff 
comes out of like not to say nowhere, but you're just sort of like characters that you always kind of like want to see do well, mm-hmm. do well. Like, like well, I'll tell you, it's Bimo. Yeah. Like, like there's just like a moment where like like Bimo's just sort of like finally it is Bimo's turn to save the day, and you're like. You know, like, it's been, like, 280 episodes where arguably Bimo, like, never even comes close to saving the day. <laughs> he mostly doesn't leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, so, but you're just sort of, like, there, you're just sort of, like, oh, like, as, like, and, and, like, Bimo delivers, too, mm-hmm. like, you know, and you're just sort of, like, you're, like, yeah, you did it, Bimo. That's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. The finale, like, really, really good. They, uh, and I think because, like, they knew they were going to uh, be ending it, I think, as of season seven so i mean because with the shortened seasons i would say that gave them like 30 or so episodes Mm -hmm. to kind of plot out what they were up to which i think is like the good amount like they got to like i said they got to wrap up say like marceline stuff in season eight and then like marceline is basically now like a character who we don't necessarily need to worry about her past and whatever so they got to kind Mm -hmm. of i think like they didn't get like suddenly canceled they got to like your guys are getting this many more episodes and then being done Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I was one of the things I was reading about though was um, like Cartoon Network was like in legitimate like financial like peril peril pre Adventure Time. Like all of their big shows, like the Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, uh, Samurai Jack, were all done. They were all in like reruns. Mm-hmm. Their ratings were low, like across the board. There was even a question of if like original animation was like going to be happen or if they were going to start like outsourcing stuff hmm. and whatever. And then. Pendleton Ward was I like, actually don't know that much about like what is on Cartoon Network apart from these shows that you see. Robot Chicken randomly, and Venture yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Venture Brothers is the worst production schedule of them all. Yeah. It started like 11 years ago and they have five seasons. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, what's the other one? Steven Universe is a big one. Yeah. Uh, but that's all post. Like the yeah. influence from Adventure Time yeah. is pretty clear. Yeah, 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 Even, yeah. Um, You could say Rick and Morty. Like you can tell drew from it well that's yeah. one, that's some things that they talked about is they they were they were talking about like the number of cartoon like this the the article had like the number of cartoon shows that like trended well in the like 18 to 35 demo or whatever right. and that was what they were measuring and it was like when adventure time started there was like very few like simpsons and like family guy because and that was already and that was also very different in terms of like those were shows that were very well established, mm-hmm. right? But then it was like new IPs. Like I know Archer, you threw out Archer and Archer your son on after FX. Archer. <laughs> on, they're on FX. Right? I know, they're different. Named your son yeah. after Archer, not after Archer. Mm, mm, that's how I like to think of it. I know it's how you like to think of it. It's <laughs> not factually correct, but but which Archer was it after? No, it wasn't after any Archer. It was after just the just notion the name of them. archery. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> archery zone. Sometimes yeah. you gotta shoot things with arrows. And I, and I would do say that, that without a Archer. All about that. I would yeah. also say that as as an IP, Adventure Time, I would say, is much bigger than Archer. Like, I mean... I don't know about... I, I, I feel don't think like, you've been to a Comic-Con in a while, man. There's I, a lot of video games. They've made three or four little Adventure Time I, I feel like it is much more niche than Archer. Archer has a, a wider reach. I've, I wonder about that. I would that. almost disagree. I, I, I can't necessarily disagree flat out. Uh, I think Archer is a show that is designed specifically for 18 to 35 which is maybe why it would like trend harder to us but for a show of like a kid's show that does well and yeah didn't just think, i don't know think i think when... adventure time appeals more to people like us like you can't go to your nightclub big drake fans 
Absolutely Drake could. fans. And you know, like, like, and say, hey, check out Adventure Time or check out Archer. I thought Drake was like the emo rapper. Drake, Drake is one of the best-selling rappers in the world. It's like him, Kanye, and, and Yeah, Kim but Minash. if you listen to Drake's stuff, he's like just winding yeah. over minimalist yeah, Which beats. makes it more approachable to a lot of people. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. I can't remember. I, just, I, just because, just because you know, we don't really dig on the new Beyonce record doesn't mean that Beyonce isn't the biggest pop artist in the world. Like, Is she? Yeah. The biggest pop artist? I don't know, man. Celine Dion has been selling shit out in... Not, not record sales. Record sales. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like not on, record sales she got or caught. social media she got or... Caught inflating her title download numbers dramatically. I don't know if you heard he about this. He has Jay-Z titles. Yeah, him also dramatically, dramatically lying about, like, these people who had title accounts logged into their account and found that they had they had logged, whatever, 30 listens to Beyonce's album at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, on yeah, 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 that was the, yeah. The crazy, that was, that was crazy. I, I don't, numbers real bad. I don't know. Fuck how, anyone how who has title. About this? Like, Fuck um, anyone who has title, that's why. Because title is a garbage service for garbage did people. Did you try it? No! Why? What do I care? I don't know. It's I buy all idea. of my headphones at the fucking dollar store because I go through them every two weeks. Okay, okay, but so I don't care about the lossless audio quality. Like a good put audio on... quality format, music, like potentially paying artists more than the the tech giants are doing. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. I've, I've haven't paid more than ten dollars for headphones in so long. Why would I pay $10 a month to listen to the music? Because, I mean, you're not an audiophile, I guess, and you yeah. don't like music that much. I mean, that's... <laughs> the, the backhanded... I, I want to hear what you guys think about the Eminem album that he dropped out of nowhere. I haven't listened to it. Really? No. Man, I didn't even listen to it. No, Let's let you know, uh, Archer at its peak was pulling around 1.5 million, which is a similar numbers, similar viewership to Adventure Time. Huh. Which is, they're, they're both around, like, between 1 and 1.5 and whatever. And Archer's on a bigger network. Like FX, FX? I don't think Over FX Cartoon is Network. Less I don't think it's particular. Same, Archer. almost same sort of One less, nine. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw a DVD sales in there too. I don't have all these numbers. Yeah, what, I, what about music album so Ar- sales? Because <laughs> Archer had a whole country music Archer's uh, <laughs> album release. Ar- wow, Archer's that did really well. I'm just gonna say Archer's most recent season was down at like 0.35 million yeah, views. Yeah, it's doing terribly. Whereas yeah. like the season finale of uh, Adventure Time had a, had a million views live. I, I recall reading somewhere that even the voice actors were, were saying that the Archer writers are phoning it in. That yeah. it's like not that's crazy. People aren't really paying attention anymore. I don't know why they switch genres so much without going bored. back. Yeah. They were getting bored. They wanted to do different shit. Uh, that's that's the the only reason. Uh, and I would say there's, also, back there's also so much more Adventure Time merch. Yeah. Like so much more merch. Like it really sure. lends itself to fun. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like act, action figures and plushies and, and all that stuff is it's nuts. Yep. I mean, I, I would, I would, I can't do it live here on the episode, but I'd be, I'd be interested to try to see like what the, what the values of the brands are. It's close, but I was saying like Archer's maybe in that conversation, but it's also geared just towards adults. It's still another adult cartoon, yeah. right? So anyway, super interesting. Though. No, I, I, I get Adventure Time, and I get the influence that it had in that Steven Universe, Rick and Morty mm-hmm. stuff being weird is being okay. Mm-hmm. I just don't That's think like, it's as approachable as Archer doing cocaine. As as yeah. Archer, as Family Guy, as Simpsons, as yeah, but Sim- yeah, but you can't even put Simpsons and Family Guy in that conversation. They've both been around for like twenty and thirty years. Like Family Guy started in the late nineties, man. We're talking the last ten years. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. I just those are like mainstays of primetime Fox. <laughs> like 
You know, like, which is also a network you don't even mm. need cable to watch. Like, that's to put... Fox, you don't even need cable. <laughs> you don't even need cable. <laughs> I mean, one of the other things I think that is super cool is I think that there is maybe, like, maybe, uh, like, it's, not to say maybe, I mean, I think that if you're a kid watching that, that's like gateway fantasy right there, too. You know? Oh, like, totally. Like, Man, the influence of Dungeons & Dragons on Adventure Time is, is absurd. Immense, yeah. Immense, yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, oh, there's there's uh, a throwaway line of dialogue somewhere in, in the 10th season, whatever, where uh, Finn has to deal with the fact that, like, maybe he's not funny. And he was just sort of like, he's like, maybe I didn't get enough funny stats at character creation. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, uh, it was good times. Yeah, I, I give it an A+. Plus. I would say, obviously, if you want to watch the whole thing, it's binge-worthy. Binge- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's not on Netflix, is it? Yeah, but you can still binge things that aren't on Netflix. Netflix doesn't can have you, Netflix. Have they not yet trademarked the term binge-worthy? <laughs> the term binge-worthy. But yeah, I, I think, uh, and also in terms of just sort of like a show that ran a long time, with like a satisfying, I, I don't say perfect, but like a satisfying ending. I mean, I they didn't like, lost it up, did they? No, they didn't lost it up. Yeah, they didn't. How I Met Your Mother just like peter out. Like, and like that's the thing is that I'm like, I would like in the terms Sopranos of like, fade to black. In what the terms, of, and also in terms of quitting while they're ahead, I'm just sort of like, I was like, I'm glad that it's over and it ended well, but like, I also like could use more. I wasn't like, finally, it's done. Right. You know, or I'm just sort of like, I, I could use more Adventure Time, and I mean, apparently they're kind of working on some comics and stuff. I'm they sure they're to... testing the waters for spinoffs. There's still rich content to be mined for money. Yeah, well, and that, that, that's one of the things, too, is that like, um, like Mudo's been running the show, I think, since season five, when Penalty Ward stepped back, mm-hmm. but he's been working on it since season two. Hmm. So like, there's like a, lot of the sta- like a lot of the staff has been on for almost the whole run. So they're just kind of like, not to like diminish what Adventure Time meant to all of us, but we also have other ideas, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, like, um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't quote me on this, uh, Rebecca Sugar, I know Rebecca Sugar did some work on Adventure Time before going into Steven Universe. I think she wrote a song for the finale and stuff, so she kind of mm-hmm. came back, which is cool. Like, yeah, and I mean, I don't think you have, you, you know, Steven Universe if you don't have Adventure Time, which... For sure. Like, and that was, yeah, that was also one of the things that they talked about in terms of just sort of, like, inclusivity in cartoons and stuff which is like rarely enormous deal now yeah yeah an enormous, an enormous deal but also like it wasn't necessarily put out on the show uh until like later but like it was it was comic book which is also which is admittedly side canon that like marcy and bubblegum used to date was mm-hmm. like comic canon and like they certainly have like a tension between them i feel that you don't usually have even if it wasn't as overt as steven universe but that was like Steven Universe was the last five years, whereas Adventure Time was doing that like ten years ago, where you're always kind of like, what's the deal with Marcy and Bubblegum? Mm-hmm. There's some tension up in that biz. Anyway, I highly recommend. Thumbs up. Here's another one. Bravest Warriors. You wouldn't yeah. have Bravest Warriors. Definitely wouldn't have Bravest stuff. Warriors. And um, unfortunately, there's a fourth season that just came out, but yep. I think nobody has seen it because they can't get their shit together. Except for America. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. It's because it's, it's on an app that's exclusive to the States. They signed an exclusivity deal with an yeah. American app, so there's no way to watch it without you doing it illegally. So weird. Boy, the, the subreddit loves them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's yeah. so... And apparently, also, even the creators are like, it was a big mistake, but it's a long contract. Sorry. Like, yep. they're like, our bad. Like, <laughs> they're like, we did not think about that. Their consequences. Which, I mean, not not... Man, these are people who just fucking want to make cartoons. Don't yeah. I want to worry about all this stupid shit? And then they're nice cartoons. Yeah, they're like some, some, someone is like, here is a contract that'll let you make the cartoon you want exactly the way you want it for enough money to support yourself. Hooray! Oh wait, we only release on an app that's only available in the states. We're gonna piss off our entire fan base. 
Well, I mean, oh, our, our entire fan base are probably what, like maybe twenty to thirty percent of our fan base, because most of them are probably in America. Yeah. Like, it's just weird that the the owners of the the publishing rights wouldn't be working on international. Releases. Apparently, they are. Like, apparently, the app has said, like, we're looking at distribution and whatever, but it's not hasn't I mean, happened the, in like the last two years. The same thing happened with the McElroy brothers, right? When they got their TV show together, yeah, like, it is available to this web streaming service. Is only available in the United States. Yep. Too bad. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I think it's just like that. That that's how it is. It's not even. It's not on iTunes. It's not anywhere else. It's yeah, just like on this web streaming channel. You can't even pay for it individually if you wanted to, like individual episodes. It is now, Off. but it took the show getting canceled for that to be worked out. Yeah, because then the rights, the value of the property goes down, right? Because it's yep. like it's over. Anyway, because you you usually you have like your rebroadcasting rights and all that stuff, and yeah. then once the show gets canceled, they're like, eh, let's go. Uh, speaking of that phenomenon, mm-hmm. that exact phenomenon that you spoke about, I watched a video today uh, about the importance of Flash games in video game history. Hell yeah. We all remember some fun Flash games. Yeah. Newgrounds. Yeah. yeah, like new Newgrounds and like, uh, what was it, like AddictiveGames.com and like yep. Mini, mini Shock, We talked about Shockwave. this last time. Remember that stupid sex Jake I looked one? that up. It's called Shock. Jake's Booty Call. Jake's Booty Call. Yeah. Shockwave.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were, they were just talking about uh, like that time. Uh, like the the guy who did the video was like, I probably would put like way more time into Flash games at a lot of times. So, like, my parents literally at one point took the video game consoles out of their house. I was still playing tons of Flash games. I could play them at school if the Flash websites weren't blocked. I was mm-hmm. playing a lot of Flash games because we didn't have mobile phones yet. <laughs> like, totally. And I don't. Remember? I don't think you get mobile games oh, the he, same he, way. Absolutely. He's like, he's, he's like, games. I don't think you get to mobile games the same way. Except that mobile games can actually generate money with microtransactions, whereas Flash games were just like these products are often just like these complete passion products where you're like, you have a small team and like flash, you can make a workable video game. Absolutely. Like alien hominid and like super meat boy and the early binding of Isaac stuff that was made in flash. And those were like complete games that then later spawned full console releases. Really profitable things. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's it. Like, uh, yeah, it just crazy. And they were like, I don't think we're ever going to see that again because mobile games. I don't know. There's going to be like, it's like a, it was like a small little ecosystem that allowed creativity to flourish. Yeah, you know? and and also I think like a, a very very low cost point of entry to develop. Yeah, was the yeah. big was the big one where you're like you just need like you could make a little game like apparently the original like Line Rider. Do you remember Line Rider? Yeah. yeah. I did you see Line Rider choreographed to the Hall of the Mountain King? No. That's amazing. Oh man, <laughs> that is two minutes of wonder. <laughs> Yeah, Line Rider was super cool, and I think Line Rider was even, if I'm not mistaken, programmed in like the basic Macromedia develop kit. Like it wasn't even like, because like there was like the Pro Tools version of it, and then yeah. like like Line Rider was like a super great game programmed in like the basic Macromedia thing that you could buy for like fifty bucks. So like the guy potentially made Line Rider for fifty bucks, you know. Oh Look. man, I spent so much time with Line Rider. Line Rider was the best. So hold on, this is like a like a history you saw of this. It was just it was just like a, a nine minute video. Like huh. it was just like a what's his name, Nakey Jakey or whatever. He's like a he's kind of like a happier angry video game nerd. Like a little bit younger and not as just like angry at things. He was just sort of like he's like, man, here's some video games from my past and they're great. <laughs> like that's like sort of his take. And he was just sort of like running through. It was not not nearly as in depth as it maybe like could have or should have been. But he was just like, man, remember Flash games? Like, and I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do remember Flash games, and that spawned me to look up Jake's Booty Call, which, if you go to jakesbootycall.com, you can play nine episodes, and you could buy all 33 for $10. John is now debating paying $10. Oh, I'm so not. $10. It's Are only you sure? $10. <laughs> <laughs> like, you play 
shit out of those things back in the day. Yeah. We did, I mean, there were a bunch of those little games that I, I like to play. There's one called Blix that I really, really liked. It was just using angles to bounce a ball into a, a hole. It mm-hmm. had this cool aesthetic. There was one that was a Moby remix game that Moby had put out with Shockwave that was like, here are three songs off my new album and you can remix them nice. here. I remember the punk one of that, making the punk band. Oh, like... uh, Garage band? No. Punk it was only punk. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just had the loops, and you just like yep. could make your little like punk, and then you're like, <laughs> epic that, punk breakdown. That game was killer good. It worked so well, that stupid game. <laughs> exactly. Dropkick um, the faint? Or you just dropkick members of the faint. Uh-huh. And they just went flying. Yeah. Well, that, um, that was... Oh, those, those weird games where you'd had the, the floating hands, you could pick up guns and shoot the hell out of everyone. Yeah. Don't remember, they would like you could get like the the goggle. Do you remember the bubblehead dude? Floating, uh, floating circle man game. You could just like pick him up and fling him around. Floating circle man thing game. You can pick him up and yeah. fling him around. Yep, that was kind of the nope. game. You were just like it was like like it was just like a ball sitting on a bigger ball with like little ball arms, little ball hands, and you could like grab and drag and just like. Whoop. Oh yeah, and he oh. falls like through other bubbles, and you yeah. kind of like got to guide him down. On yeah. Yes. yes, the stick man videos. The crazy kung fu. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, the the little yellow pants guy. That was a fun. That was a side. Oh sport. yeah, that was a flash game yeah. too. That. Yeah. Oh shit! What was that called? It was like super hard. It was like Nintendo hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like in the, it was in the same alien hominid uh, mm-hmm. like Meat Boy, uh, thing. Meat Boy area. Castle Crashers was Flash originally. Oh yeah, Castle yeah, Crashers. Yeah. Yeah, and that was anyway. One of the things that the guy points out though is he's like, he's like, it's cool. There's mobile games and whatever, but he's like, mobile games are like much more incentivized to monetize because he's like, a lot of these flash games were being made without like some people probably made some money off of ads base and whatever, mm-hmm. but he's like, they were made without necessarily the express purpose to make money. They were just made to usually either for fun or to showcase talent. Mm-hmm. Or, or oh, fuck, just anything that was armor games. Smash the castle wall, or oh, gem gemcraft. The the whole like that oh, whole sequence of tower defense type games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I played a lot of gemcraft. Yeah, me too. I played <laughs> wow. a lot of gemcraft. Yeah. Quietly, like you didn't sit down to play gemcraft. You're just like, just oh, happened. there it is. Yeah. Oops, there goes three hours. Why <laughs> am I level seventy seven? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, that was it. And there was like, and but the, the other thing they were talking about is like, there's app store approval. Mm-hmm. Like you're never gonna have games where. First of all, a lot of blatant copyright ripoffs, which was all over the place. You're never going to have a game where you play George W. Bush hauled up in the uh, like White House just shooting everybody who runs through the doors. That was a Flash game that I played. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You're like, that's not going to make it into the App Store anytime soon. Like, Whereas they just popped up on Newgrounds to be like, ooh. And you're just like, if you have 74 million plays some of these games or whatever, like or maybe not 74 million, but like certainly hundreds of thousands. Like, sure. Even that. Yeah, even the animations. Had, even like, the animations, right? Like the... One of my favorite things on Newgrounds was the X-Men animations. Mm. Those guys with no arms that would parody the stories. You couldn't just that. do that. Yeah. No, those things are fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. Flash ah. games, everybody. Um, I'm trying to find them in Newgrounds now is a nightmare. Yeah, is Newgrounds even still there? Yeah, yep. people yeah, keep uploading mess. to it. <laughs> it's just like throwing more stuff onto the pile. There's no like back-end improvement. So wow, that must be a nice. It's like GeoCities, yeah. you know, going to old GeoCities. Yeah. What is your the man now, Doc? Still, uh, it is. But the thing is, they had to upgrade it to it, like because nobody uses the same kind of flash that they used to use, and mm. it, it like takes forever for the things to load. I don't know if it's different on other people's computers, but it's just like the instantaneous gratification of you're the man now, Dog has been replaced by a loader. And even if I have to wait like two seconds, it's too much for yeah. whatever content you're gonna get. Incredible. I. 
showed Archer, uh, not this week, the week before, a whole bunch of Weeble stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Badger, 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 Ken, Badger, Kenya? Badger. I always love that one. Kenya. Yeah. Uh, I showed him. I showed him Badger, Badger, Badger. They got pirates. I showed him uh, Magical Trevor. Here he comes. Yeah. He's Magical Trevor. I, I could sing that song start to finish. I watched it so many goddamn times. And now you're going to watch it some more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Anybody watch any movies? I feel like we're... I was going to say, yeah. Scott, speaking of a thing that you maybe watched with your son... You Did you a, see you the best a, movie ever? Oh, a, my God. You had a viewing assignment. You guys, I watched The Disney, Descendants. The mm-hmm. Descendants. Disney Channel's The Descendants. Okay, are you saying Ooh. the Disney Channel doesn't own Disney? Is that what you're saying? No, it's owned by Disney, but it's not mm-hmm. Disney. It's just like Marvel. You wouldn't say... Disney's the We Avenger. say Marvel's MCU all the I mean, we say Disney's MCU all the time on this podcast. Yeah, but it's not Disney's Iron Man 3. Disney Channels? Disney's in the word. It's Disney's. It's, I, I think it's We're a separate brand. We're being condescending on purpose. Disney no, but, but Channels, hold, but, the Descendants. But hold the phone, though. You're like, it's not Disney's The Descendants? Are are they or are they not direct descendants okay, okay, of beloved Disney, Disney characters? Disney Channel is not Disney. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's like a subset, a weaker, shittier subset. Yep. Was the movie better oh, it was fine the movie was fine fine yeah okay explain to me the plot and why it is we the best are not movie in the successful world. all right so bell and beast get married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beast becomes king of the land and unites all the good kingdoms together yeah, and so bad. exiles all of the villains to the island okay all of the villains are locked in there all of their henchmen every everyone who served them they go to this island. They're locked in. Magic is banned there. There's a oh. magical force field. They can't leave. That's the island. That's okay. pretty cruel. I mean, so yeah. far the heroes are looking just, like the villains. Just recall, all of their henchmen got life imprisonment. That was the punishment. That's justice in, in, in Disney. <laughs> justice yep. in the Disneyverse. Let's not forget, and, Beast was kind of a dickhead in the movie, too. Yeah, right? Right. I, mean, like, I feel that there's a lot of guys on Captain Hook's crew that were just looking for a job and just like, <laughs> took a job with like the only person who wasn't a, like, a child. There were, there, were a, <laughs> there were a lot of people in Beast Castle who were like, fuck you, I'm a goddamn plate. Can you stop trashing your room and my just sorrow, get married? My sorrow has turned you into furniture. <laughs> that is the plot of Beauty. <laughs> and, and they have to sit there watching him yell at the only girl who's come by to visit. You will not know my pain. Get out of my room! Like, shut up, dude. I'm a plate. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking chill out, right? For Beast to be the one who makes this decision, I'm fine with it. Because he fucking overreacts. But hang on, though. Like, honestly, though, I have issues already with the premise that Belle and Beast became, like, king and queen. Like, to me, like, doesn't it, like, like... Sleeping Beauty, not Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella and Prince Charming, aren't they? Like, I would say they're top tier. They're, they're top tier royalty. And, and they are king and queen of their kingdom, but they're not mega united. Each one of them gets their own. Yeah, they their have their little kingdom. kingdoms yeah, and they're all unified. They're still like mega king and queen. Yes. They're, like, they united them. But I'm saying like, if I were to like think of the like hierarchy, mm-hmm. Prince Charming is like top dog over beast. In terms I of will like, admit, I do not know my my heraldry just, of the Disney he's universe. He's Prince Charming. He's literally, he's the template for... Well, Stunning like prince, dude. Aladdin and J- Jasmine, like the, the fucking. I'm not Sultan saying they don't all get to the royalty. Yeah, I'm saying who, who's top dog. Yeah, I but not... the fortunes of that kingdom may have fallen in the time since, like you know, the royalty went to sleep. I also for how many feel years. like Aladdin and Jasmine, as Sultan of Agrabah, have yeah. a genie on their side. No, genie is free. Be, yeah, genie is free. But I mean, I've watched the sequels. Genie still pals around with Aladdin. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's, not like, he's not like a genie who can be like his will is bent, but if. Aladdin's like, yo, do me a solid and make me in charge of everything. Gene will be like, boop, 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 boop. okay, but 
He, he doesn't have also, phenomenal cosmic powers. He's voiced powers by an inferior second-rate actor, so yeah, he's like, true. you know, not, doesn't have his full confidence. All I'm powers. saying, Dan Castanella is an inferior actor. Was he? God to, damn you, John! To Robin Williams? Yeah. Anyway, all I'm saying is I, I disagree they with that. He should replace Robin Williams with Dan Castanella. Yeah, man, that's not even a, that's not a downgrade, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, they, I feel they, so bad. They they I said that. It's like a side grade at the worst. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'm so, so glad I had that one at the ready because you asked me any other cartoon who was doing the voices <laughs> in the Disney afternoon. I have no fucking idea outside of Gargoyles. Okay, you're still happy talking about this show. All right, so 16 years later, okay, some of the villains have banged. Everyone has banged. And There's kids children. everywhere, okay. children everywhere, and uh, Bell and Beast's son is going to be crowned What's king. What's his name? What's ben. His name? <laughs> they all have dumb sort of names like that. <laughs> Yeah, slightly derivative of their parents' names. Like Aurora and Charming, uh, their daughter is Audrey. Aurora? Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Her name was Aurora? Yeah. Wait a second, does Aurora hook up with Prince Charming and Cinderella also hooks up with Prince Charming? Do they address that? Is that Prince Charming in both of those movies? No. Dude, it's past the year 2000. <laughs> Everything goes. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a different... Prince Charming is Cinderella. Sister wives. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Cinderella so and Aurora. Ben, ben is like, hey, uh, I've already thought about this a lot. My first proclamation is King... Will be. It was a little messed up that we exiled all these people into an eternal prison. <laughs> and and everyone was like, "Yeah, but they're evil." And like, "Yeah, but they had kids, and we keep those kids there and don't give them a chance to That's come also over." Weird. And That's they're also like, pretty evil. "Yeah, but they're they were raised by evil people." Like, because well, that we was also forced. That was yeah, our that fault. That was also your fault. <laughs> like, so like, why did everybody uh, in Australia they, come? They agreed to, to do this as a gradual. Uh, implementation. A they slow take, reinsertion of the evil people. They take four four kids and send them over to uh, Goodland. So son of Jafar? Son of Jafar, Jay. Jay. Son of Cruella de Vil? Carlos. Daughter of Maleficent? Eve, uh, Mal. And then... Daughter, daughter of the, the Evil Queen. queen uh, Snow, from Snow White. Mm-hmm. Great Evie. name, Evil Queen. Evie. Evie. Yeah, and they don't call her anything else other than Evil Queen. Because she doesn't have a name. Yeah, super that's, weird. That's, that's that's canon. Yep. Her name is Evil Queen. Huh. Like, way to get the... Uh, the so they game. are sent over to um, join the school, and all of their parents put the evil plots into their children to say, steal, steal fairy godmothers, steal, that, like. steal fairy godmothers' magic wands, and we'll break down the barrier, and then we'll come and take over. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're Do like, they? yeah. Well, then they sing a song oh. uh, in dubstep style, saying they're rotten to the core. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Dubstep is pretty edgy, all right. That's that's evil. Don't forget, this movie was made three years ago, so Dubstep was just evil. turning into super lameness. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, three years ago, I was like, wait, Dubstep was already kind of lame. Like, Skrillex was already like, I don't do Dubstep anymore. <laughs> Maybe, perha- perhaps, because of the Descendants, Skrillex watched the Descendants. Was <laughs> like, it. I need to change. We are done. I now. need to change my music. It's over. Style. Um. They come over to the good castle, and some of the good people are nice, like Doug, the son of Dopey. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, 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 it's a person? Doug, yeah. Doug, the son of Dopey. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, one of the dwarves had a human son. Dwarfism isn't yeah, passed on genetically. Not always. Okay. So Doug's a nice dude, and he's yeah. like, hey, um, Audrey when is kind of a When you said Doug, prince- though, I immediately thought of Nickelodeon's Doug, and I was like, whoa, deep, <laughs> deep pull. <laughs> not dissimilar. <laughs> Doug kind of has a big nose and wears a bow tie and a sweater vest. So oh. maybe it was a it was like a subtle <laughs> okay. tongue in cheek there. Yeah. Uh, and then some of the other ones like Chad, the son of Prince Charming, and Audrey, the That's <laughs> daughter. Good. That's good. Are are like preppy bitches, like more cool kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, 
they try to steal the wand, they fail. They try to steal the wand, they fail. Uh, they learn a thing or two about teamwork. They learn a two, thing or two about friendship. Of course. Um, ben and Mal start going out because that's the way that she figures will be the easiest way to steal the easiest wand. way to steal the wands. Nice, mm-hmm. uh, they sing some songs. Use your sexuality, girl. You yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yours. Wield it. <laughs> Thanks for that lesson, Disney. Jay, Jay and Carlos get really good at the weird football lacrosse game they have in the Good Kingdom because mm-hmm. Jay is super agile and Carlos is very fast because he's scared of everything. Ah. And they all kind of bond and become friends, and then they all back out of the plot to steal the wand at the last minute. But because they've screwed around with so many of the people, one of the other good children grabs the wand and tries to make herself beautiful because they've been fucking twisting her since the start of the movie. About so how like she's the, ugly. the bad guys have been unintentionally bad or intentionally bad, and they're like, "We've learned our lesson." They're like, "Yeah, but you still messed with people real hard." <laughs> and <laughs> that's kind of she- a great twist, actually. They're like, "We've learned our lesson." Yeah, but you still committed crime. Yeah, you yeah. fucked that girl up so bad by, <laughs> by screwing with her ego that she steals the wand to try to make herself pretty and can't control the magic and destroys the barrier. So Maleficent comes to the castle to try to destroy everyone. Mm-hmm. And then they fight. She turns into a dragon. That's and they fight some more. And Maleficent they win the day. Had. How good is the CG in this fight? The CG of the dragon is terrible, uh-huh. which is weird because the production value of the rest of the movie was Oddly very good. Well, yeah, it was they, that dude. It's Glee guy. Like, it was, there's like a reasonable yeah. money got poured into this thing. Because so the, the set pieces were huge and, and made sense. They didn't look like tacked on. They don't reuse the same set pieces. The museum, the castle, and the church of the coronation, the evil island, and their dorm room. So like, big, because, huge fucking because sets. Because I looked up this video to show us last time. Uh, YouTube now like recommends me a lot of Descendants videos, <laughs> and like there are a lot of like fan theories and hype around the uh, upcoming release of Descendants three. Like th- this is a very active YouTube based community that's okay. like into it. Think about how big like Disney, like the Disney f- franchise. You know all the like the singing and the shows and yeah. the TV. And so how, the, how, how are the, the, how are the songs? God awful. The songs are god awful. This, kind of this movie, this movie, honestly. I could sit through this again if it didn't have the songs. <laughs> like, the teen drama is fine. Yeah. The weird plot twists they do, none of them are really out of character. They kind of have a good Karate Kid type but of story arc. But the songs are so bad. <laughs> including, like, a, a boy band version of Be Our Guest. That, that I, 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 I heard about that when I recommended it to you. I didn't actually listen to it because people were just sort of like, the Be Our Guest is a travesty. <laughs> like, like even people who are like fans of, of the boy band recreation, of, of like fans of the series and like and of everything, and the like, genre. Be of Our Guest movie. is not a thing that should have happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love this movie. Be Our Guest was awful. Like, right. yeah, that ooh, man, oh, that was man. a new theme song. Did you love this movie? I, uh, you know, where are you gonna rank it? Number yeah. one over Empire Strikes Back, The Descendants. <laughs> I, I like this movie. You like this movie? Yeah. I feel like other people should watch this movie. And I, I was watching it, and at the end of it, I was like, man, Keith and John would fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why they got here. But I watched it with my wife, and we sat through it without... You didn't watch it without, with your kid? No, he went no, to bed. No, but that was... 
That was the subtle – the barb was that you would watch it with your kid. It would become his favorite movie and, and then you would need want to watch, watch it again. again and again and again. It's, yeah. it's saved on a thumb drive. He, an attempt was made. There's a chance that he might watch it. I'm going to tell Archer to be like, there's a movie called The Descendants, Archer. Here's he, the song. He might like it. It's, I'm going to play the, the pirate song from the second one. He's going to love it. Yeah, Marissa was like, there's another one? Show me the trailer. Hmm. <laughs> and she liked the first one. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. Who is that? That's – Hook's daughter, I think. I don't no. know. Here's what it is. You don't know. I figured. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, that pirate rap song. Remember, I was like, who is that? Is yeah. Ursula's daughter. It's Ur- Hook is the boy. Ursula's daughter. Ursula's kid is, I mean, Hook's kid owns the ship, but the green-haired girl I get rapping, it. Yeah. Ursula's right. daughter. Are yeah. there successful Disney movies? Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, number 29. Uh, um... Do we have any other musicals on the list? <laughs> Not, Let's find something not comparable. Not even Sweeney Todd. <laughs> we have we have one. Oh yeah, Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Let's do the time over yes, again. How do. does it how does it rank I above in terms of? I'm gonna say it's above that. It's, it's that's okay. basement. That's that that's would bottom. be number one thirty five. Then <laughs> so the next one up after Rocky Horror Picture Show is uh, the sequel. Excuse me. Yeah. The um Let's the next one up is this giant poppy mouse shaped boulder, which is yeah. No, this is much better than that. Anyway, so yeah. it's better Easily. than X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh wow! He's yeah. jamming the descendants. Wait, that's wait, wait, wait. Are you doing this just because you want to play along with the gimmick of you're supposed to defend this as the greatest movie ever? Both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, if I, had to... I feel like the descendants was truer to the characters that it was based upon. Oh wow! Than I mean, the X Men Apocalypse. And like, here's the thing. X Men Apocalypse. I can I can see that. <laughs> as I'm a big fan like of a lot like, of those Disney car- cartoons. Yeah, like I said, it sounds like they kind of re- remained faithful to the premise of the characters, but I don't yeah. think X-Men Apocalypse can be true. I think also the, the movies at the bottom of the list also tend to be miserable failures. failures this doesn't sound like it, yeah, it. This sounds like this might failed. have actually been successful. But you've got to not be Josh in this here. You're going to screw up the list by making this movie. No, no, no. It's not going 70. up super high. It's it's going... Uh, I don't have the list on me. you got to keep giving me suggestions. So, X-Men Apocalypse was 122. Yeah. Did it really list. go up from there? Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, the one from 2016. We're in the neighborhood. Yeah. Keep going. What's what's around there? Uh, the Mummy, the 2017. Ooh, yeah. I'd rather watch The Descendants than The Mummy. I wouldn't even sick The Mummy on you guys in keep, this keep sick Keep going. Game. Justice League, <laughs> 2017. Ooh. Next going up, Goon, the sequel. Goon was pretty good, but, yeah, but the sequel was very sequel. bad. I don't see it getting past Baywatch. That's my no. It's not going past Baywatch. And now it's it's a question of if it's Goon, Justice League, t- or TMNT. You said better than TMNT. Yeah, maybe what's underneath TMNT? The Mummy, twenty seventeen. It's better than the Mummy. It slotted in right there. The Descendants. Boom. Uh, above the Mummy, below TMNT. Because TMNT does a good job of like bringing the characters back around, right? Like yeah. that's that's the good one. That's the good one. Yeah. yeah. Still very low on our list, but that's well, the good one. There we yeah. go, uh, John. I'm excited, boys. Say that on uh-huh. <laughs> uh, So we like Scott and I thought long and hard. Uh-huh. There's some back and forth. I, I was talking to John on the way here about my number one suggestion that got rejected, which was Shaquille O'Neal's Steel. Yeah, I mean, man. weird. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of potential. There's, mm-hmm. there, you know. DC uh, superhero, DC, yeah, the Superman spinoff. Maybe movie. there's some lessons that they could. But we, we wanted we wanted to watch uh, pick a movie that you personally uh, would hate. Well, no, would potentially find something to appreciate. Okay, I think that they're they're like I, I don't know exactly the rules, but it's only the third time we're doing this. Yeah, but I think there's there is something where I feel that we shouldn't go like full Way out troll. of your wheelhouse. Yeah, like that's why we I'm wanted to stay in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, like that was that was part of the part of going in the Descendants is I know that like for instance uh, Scott watched a lot of Glee. Yep. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and this was from, more than you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you watched any? I have not watched a single episode. That not is. a minute of Glee has, <laughs> has gone in these eyes. Um, I've probably seen a good twenty episodes of Glee. Good God. Uh, my wife. My wife like, would we say yeah. gothic fantasy? Definitely gothic yeah. fantasy. Okay. I'm on, board. Uh, I'm on board. Tale of the Vampire. Vampire. Oh boy, is it going to be Blackula? That sounds oh, good. That's no, <laughs> that's not bad. Vampire no. movies. What, what vampire movies do you think we we would make you watch? Oh, because you know, as someone who likes the horror and has lots of you know vampire knowledge, uh-huh. this way you would have like a real good basis for artistic criticism <laughs> critiques. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've seen a lot of vampire movies. Right. It can't be so bad. There's a chance you've already seen this one. Uh-huh. Just, it's possible, I guess. Uh, it's certainly not on the list. Uh, critically acclaimed director. Okay. Um, I'll give you one of the people in the film. Yeah. Johnny Lee Miller. Oh, is this um uh, the one where they go up to? It's like way up north, and the dark, it, like it, the sun doesn't set, and that's like the setting. The vampires are all no. taking over the town. Cause that, that was, was uh, that's thirty days. Thirty days. Thirty days a night. 30 days a night. Yeah. 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 Who else is in it? I don't Michelle know. Michelle Pfeiffer. Johnny Lee Miller. That's immediate quality. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. I'm Christopher okay. Lee. This sounds great. Uh, also, Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. You're, you're, star- this, you're knocking this out of the park. I want to see all <laughs> keep, these Keep going. Name and names. There's, lo- there's lots Helena of star names. Carter. Okay. Ah, uh, there's a clue there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that... Helena Bonham Carter. Uh-huh. We also said critically acclaimed director previously. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So we, we know who this is. And I'm just forgetting his name now because yeah. I'm being an idiot. But um, musical score by Danny Elfman. Okay, <laughs> that's another clue. There too. <laughs> is it the Sweeney Todd? Musical? No, nice try. No, what um, is it is an adaptation of a 1960s American Gothic soap opera. Uh-huh. The television show. That was, yeah, that was on there it. was an American. There was a Gothic television show uh the show of course which much like the movie depicted the lives loves trials and tribulations of the wealthy collins family in collinsport maine where a number of supernatural occurrences take place what's the vampire's name again he's got a very famous vampire the vampire's name is i'm looking for it wait so it's a tv show i'm watching not a movie no it's a movie after it's a movie adaptation of barnabas 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 Okay. And it's called Barnabas? No. No. It's Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows? Yes. Man, I'm into that. That's, <laughs> yes. that's so, it's so like, I'm 15 and this is edgy. So this, uh, it's not, it's the, like, it's Tim a, Burton's. Tim Burton's take on comedy, gothic, what do they call it, I guess? American horror comedy film. Uh-huh. No, uh, the, the source material was not played for laughs. This was like a vampire who yeah. was trying then to figure out how to... turned it into a comedy. Wow. Yeah. Um, this movie, I think it should be uh, noted, that was profitable. It had a okay. budget of $150 million and did 245 So you guys are giving office. me a, a hit. Whoa. This is a bona fide right. success. So we're going to pause and watch yeah. the uh, trailer. Okay. John, do you know what this movie is? No, I've never even heard of this. Then the trailer is going to be a delight for you. <laughs> There we go. Well, 
That was, uh, this looks just wretched. This looks like Tim Burton getting his, his old posse together to scrape some money out of their collective reputation. Which they did. And right? I guess we saw it that. Worked. It made $100 million. This like, made like, $100 million. It cost, like, cost 150 That movie does not look like it cost 150 And, and the, the YouTube video cost? said 2012, right? So yeah. this movie is, like, within memory. <laughs> yeah. And nobody remembers yep. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Rem- I remember seeing that, that trailer and being like, ugh. It just looks like horseshit. It's part of the... The Sweeney Todd, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. Johnny Depp descent. Um, what was the other one? The 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 Mad Hatter. The, what's it called? Through the Looking Glass. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That also made a ton of cash. It made man. a ton of cash, and yeah. it was so bad. Yeah, awesome. I didn't see the second. I watched the first one. I watched the first one too because yeah. I'm like, I like me some American McGee's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like how badly could they screw it up? Pretty, Answer quite badly, quite terribly. Yeah. So okay, Dark well, Shadows. I'm looking forward to reporting back about Dark Shadows. And I mean, I think it's something you could watch with the lady. Yeah, we'll try it. Yeah, it'll be a nice date night. <laughs> Sorry, honey. I mean, Sarah Sarah did not watch mine with me. She no, was like, she you guys out. gave me a weird racist comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I thought you said it, was, it had heart, you know? It did. Right. It did have heart. This honestly doesn't even look like it has heart. No. This looks like a shameless cash grab. Yep. From yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that the, yeah. first, the first moments of that trailer, you were like, okay, this could be silly. And then you're like, now it's the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Awful, awful. Man, I wish we could have every member of the cast talk about this movie with us. Why they think it's the Maybe greatest movie Maybe there's a Blu-ray, you know, with extended commentary from everybody. They'll get liquored up and, and talk stupid over their movie. Uh, I think that was it, you fellas. This, this was, was it. The 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Hi, thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9to5.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.